Have you ever heard of a bag of the month club? I know, right? There's a phenomenon out there, and I'll tell you, it's fun, fashionable, and absolutely addictive, and it's all about making the bag. And when I introduce today's guest, you'll find out that this is her entire quilting world in a nutshell. Today on the Quilter on Fire podcast, we are talking everything bag making with Tara Sinclair of Uh Oh Creations. You don't want to miss this. Hello and welcome to the Quilter on Fire podcast, where I explore the stories of teachers, speakers, artists, and everyday quilters to share their tips, tricks, adventures, and day-to-day life that will bring you more joy and less overwhelm in the quilting studio. I'm your host, Brandy Maslowski, also known as the Quilter on Fire, and I can't wait to share with you this week's episode. So, here we go. Welcome to episode 39 of the Quilter on Fire podcast. We have a great podcast today with Tara Sinclair of Uh Oh Creations. She is an absolute expert when it comes to bag making. This is her jam and she does it well. She has been teaching bag making for retreats, designing bags inspired by fabric lines, and just making bags because she can to build her business Uh Oh Creations from the ground up. This is really a topic that might just stretch your zipper installation skills. And I can't wait to share her story with you. Tara Sinclair, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Brandy. I'm super excited to be here. I know bags are so fun and I can't wait to talk to you all about it. So can you start by telling us a little bit about how you got into quilting? What's your story? How'd you get started? Well, you know what? It is actually a quilting story more than a bag making story. There was a point in my life, I had a teenage stepdaughter at home and my husband and a dog and you know what? I, I was losing myself. I, I was doing everything for everybody else and any mother or any wife or could probably relate to that, how everything you do is for someone else. So I decided to take a class just for me. And that was a beginner quilting class. Got the sewing machine, spent some time choosing fabric with a white, my local quilt shop. And they walked me through it all. And then they taught me how to make a quilt top and how to quilt it myself, and how to bind it myself, all the way through the path. But that took too long. (laughs) (laughs) Quilts are just big projects. And you know, my my day-to-day job is big projects. So I I needed something quicker and easier. So I picked up a kit, a Pink Sands Design bag kit from my local quilt shop. And it had all the fabrics in there. It was actually a jelly roll strip set that came together to make this little pouch so it was just a few strips of course not a whole ton and it had uh the interfacings and it had this button for a closure and and I made a bag and it it kind of just blew my mind that I could sit at home and make this thing in such a short period of time that I didn't need to quilt anymore Mm -hmm. I could just make smaller projects (laughs) No, that never stopped the quilting because my next quilt project from there went to like a six month process. It it just, I have to like redo every pattern to have colors in completely different places. But then the bags are, are so much similar to that. You can change out the hardware, you can change out the features, you can go through all those things. So it, it became my my adaptable projects that were much, much quicker than quilts. Mm-hmm. And you always pick the best fabric. <laughs> you know what is really, really funny is when I was younger, up until the day I started making bags, I hated pink, hated 
pink with a passion. I am a redhead, and that means that pink did not go with my my wardrobe. It did not go with my hair. It did not go with anything. Yeah. And you know what? To this day, I just love putting pink with orange and yellow and green. And if there's no pink in it, it's not vibrant enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so nice to hear. Beautiful stories always start in the quilt shops, right? So can you tell us a little about the first kind of creative or quilting inspiration in your life? Was there someone who really got you into it? Well, you know what? There isn't actually a quilting inspiration per se, but my mom and my older sister both did a lot of sewing for my my younger sister and I growing up. My older sister is 10 years older than me, so she and my mom would make our costumes for us. She'd make our dresses and even our flower girl dresses for my older sister's wedding were made by my mom and my sister. Oh. I don't know how they did it. Garment sewing just blow my, blows my mind, but I had the best rainbow bright costume that had the the skirt with the tubes and everything and it was just they nailed it they completely Uh, nailed it I was rainbow bright one year (laughs) so it almost even though you weren't actually inspired to make garments that sewing inspiration was in your family and just the feeling of having that costume on it gives you that feeling of yes you know I can do this this can be in my life right that's exactly it. And my parents, my parents, my older sister, they always encouraged us to make things and do things like we were small town kids. So even the rodeo or the, the events that went on in our, our town, we'd enter cakes and we'd enter our baking or things like that. So we were always encouraged to make and do things. Yeah. So it, it totally leads right into that creative pursuit now that I'm an adult. Yeah. So, and I always love to ask, do you work and create on the side or did you transition from a career to bag making quilt at your business full time or what's going on there? Oh, I would love to be doing bags full time. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Isn't that the dream? It really is. So I do have a full time day job on on the other side. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know which one's on the side anymore. (laughs) They both feel like full time gigs. I'm a software consultant by day. So I'm actually a Microsoft certified consultant. And I implement a customer service relationship management tool where I I do what I do for bags. Mm -hmm. I find out the requirements, what you need in a business. I come up with what the design looks like. I build it for you. And then I train you how to use it. And I feel it's the exact same way in my bag making or even any of my sewing classes. I'm figuring out what you want. We're going to build it together and we're going to take those requirements and turn them into the right pockets, the right styles, the right, the right features. Mm-hmm. Even that random hardware you found at a quilt shop <laughs> that you've brought to class. We're, we're going to find a way to make that work in there. And then you're going to be able to go home and do this yourself again. Yeah. So my day job really, I feel as much as it's software and has nothing to do with sewing. It really plays into what I do in in my downtime as a bag maker and quilter and sewer. Like it just really, they rely so much. And if I do a custom custom bag for anybody, it's the exact same process. Asking the questions to drag out of them what their requirements are, whether it's size, shape, color, features, those kind of things. Yeah. And I feel they align. Very it's like you build... You build systems in both worlds, right? Exactly. One's very, very creative. And okay, they're both really, really creative. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So your website is a visual paradise of gorgeous bags. Do you gravitate to a certain style when you're making your bags, like modern or traditional quilt looking? Like, what's your style? 
you know, my style is probably very eclectic. It's definitely more modern. You'll find that there are bright colors everywhere. Although I try to tone it down for the background color of the website, you know, just having that that more neutral purples in there. But I try to grab your eye with the color and grab your attention and make you want to smile with all the bags and all the features that I do on these. I want to bring out the inner child in each of us and not make mature adulty things, but, but remind us that, that we all have that creative spark and we all have that fun in us. Yeah. So have you, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so have you designed each bag kind of out of necessity or tell us about your process from inspiration to completion of a bag? Oh, definitely. Inspiration comes from everywhere. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen somebody sitting in an airport or in a mall and they appear to be reading something on their phone right in front of their face. They're not, just so you know. They're probably (laughs) taking a picture of something because it's inspired them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Now, whether that's a color combination or the way somebody's carrying something or the the bag in the window with a funky pocket. Yeah. Or it could be anything. But inspiration really sneaks up from every side, when you turn on your computer and you get that MSN pop-up, some strange news article going on there, wait a minute, what is she carrying? <laughs> like it's, it pops up for me everywhere. But I do like to make sure everything I'm building is functional. I personally don't carry a purse. I'm the ridiculous one. If I'm going to carry something, it's because I'm going to the camper or I'm going to the office with my laptop. I just don't carry things with me. If I have to go out and it's a quick trip, I've actually taken my debit card and my driver's license and popped them in my pocket and grabbed my keys. Yeah. <laughs> like there's just anything I need is probably already in my car sitting there making it messy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm all about necessity. So when I do a backpack, I want the padded straps. When I do a purse, I want it to be hands-free, but a place for the phone that I can get to really, really quick. Yeah. So the Logan sling is a great example of of being useful and and having everything at your fingertips. It's a hugging bag. So it's right there against your body. And I have friends that horseback ride with it. There's motorcycle riders that that like to carry it. It's great for out on a hike. Like when I go camping, you can just slip in what you need. So it's about making something functional and yet at the same time, unique or special and allowing you to put your own touch on it. Yeah. So you get inspiration from photos, but when you're doing the design, do you literally draw it out, sketch it on a pad, or are you very digital in your creations? How do you design it? Oh, I'm a weirdo. So <laughs> <You're> a weirdo. <laughs> I am terrible with a pen and pencil. I, I'm just <laughs> horrible. I will generally do some kind of a rough sketch. And I've sent those off to friends saying, Ooh, I love this idea. What do you think of this? And they're like, I have no idea what you just did there. <laughs> I, I could mess up a stick man. So I am a digital person. The moment I have something laid out, I will then take my measurements using a measuring tape in front of me, just holding it up in the air, trying to figure out what my sizing is going to be. Yeah. From there, I'll, I'll, I'll design with numbers. I I lay out all the measurements, making sure I know what my width, my height, my depth, everything's going to be, make sure I know what I'm trying to put in it so that I can accommodate that item. And then I will go straight to 
illustrator and draft out the pattern pieces for this. Wow. With InDesign right next to me with my cut measurements to accommodate the squares and rectangles. And this is well before I touch a piece of fabric. Oh, that's great. So is there something about bag making that has you really hooked? Like, what is it? Why aren't you designing everything? Why is it really bags for you? Well, first, I don't have to fit any boobs or bums with bags. <laughs> it's it, true. <laughs> I, I just cannot, for the life of me, figure out a full bust adjustment for anybody. And you know what? <laughs> I don't know that I want to figure that out. It sounds so <laughs> complex. <laughs> oh, that's great. So was there like a moment when you realized, yeah, okay, bag making is my thing. Was it the very first bag you tried or did you make a few and, and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I could do, you know, a full retreat, for instance. <laughs> That took us some time. Oh my gosh. The first bag really hooked me into smaller projects and recognizing that I didn't need to make a full quilt, of course, that that I could still accommodate my creativity and get a win within a short period of time. So that's really where it started. But then as with any quilter, as you start collecting supplies and yeah. and collecting fabric, and I'm trying not to use the word hoarding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in this capacity, the inspiration and the, the collaborative aspect of the pieces really all come together. And there was just one day where it's like, I just don't want to sew straight lines on quilts anymore. Yeah. When I sew 15 pieces together the same way, it's my tension is gone. It's like doing database entry. I, I just can't do it anymore. I need to be building the database, not not entering data in it. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the bonus about the bags was that every piece was new. Every piece was different. Mm-hmm. Getting to sew a curve over here, do a, a seam allowance over here, some top stitching over here. It's It's engaging and it keeps the brain engaged. And when I started hacking patterns, that's really when I fell into a niche. Like that's really where I would take a pattern and that was meant to be a saddle bag with a big flap and a crossbody, and I would turn it into a messenger bag to accommodate a completely different style, but it's still based on that design. Yeah. And I, I love being able to add those features that make it unique. Yeah, that's and so really that's cool. That's really where I fell into the the pattern design because all of a sudden I was hacking everything and and nothing was just as per the pattern. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. So tell us about your very first bag pattern, the Charlie Holster bag. Oh, my first bag pattern. So I am in this Facebook group that kicked off a number of years ago and we were learning from a leather master. Dasso Leathers, you can buy unique custom bags that are completely leather. Or she'll work with some canvas and that kind of thing. But she'll even make like alligator bags and and everything. She's in the US and she does the most amazing leather work. So I was in this group where she had offered to teach us some of her techniques and, and how she would adapt a pattern for for a leather leather bag. And in there, there was one day where she said, you know what, guys, fanny packs are back in. Did you know fanny packs are in? We all groaned. Like, it's, uh. like you could hear <laughs> the digital groan through the internet, okay? And she's like, design one. So come up with your own. Like, we, we're all creative minds here. We've all been making bags for a long time. We, we all share our tips and tricks and techniques. So what do you got? 
Mm-hmm. What do you got? So the Charlie holster bag was actually originally designed in leather. That was my first crack at it. Uh. <laughs> and it was just for me and it was just for fun. Yeah. And there was a lot of interest online over it. And I did one of those, well, if I'm really going to do a pattern, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to computer stuff and documentation and, and whatnot. So Anne of Serial Bag Makers reached out to me and said, Tara, I, I'd be happy to work with you on this. Your design, my pattern company, let, let's do this. And yeah. it worked out really, really well. I was involved with every step of the pattern designing. Anne had her templates and she she structured everything. She added in her features. And it's really a brainchild of the two of us by the time it all came together. Anne yeah. even did the video to, to walk you through it. Oh, um, but the, great. But the Charlie Holster Bag, it's actually the name Charlie comes from my middle name of Charlotte, where if I ever had a girl, mm-hmm. I was going to name her Charlie just for my middle name, Charlotte. And that was passed down through generations. It's the same middle name as my mom and my grandma. So Charlie is my baby. <laughs> Charlie really is my baby. And it's that that unique style where it is a waist bag. It has the, the thigh strap just in case you're you're going to go jogging and it, you don't want it flopping. <laughs> yeah. Or ride <laughs> a horse. You could ride yeah, a horse. And that's exactly it. Everybody yeah. started taking it for, for horseback riding and motorcycle riding and and everything. And it's, it's my baby. Aww. Charlie's my baby. <laughs> so which one of your bags is your best seller? Oh, the best seller. That would definitely be the Logan sling pack because it's such a unique sling shape. The okay. style of it, it, it looks like a big banana. I'm totally admitting that right up front, <laughs> but it fits men. It fits women. It's comfortable. It can be worn on your back or your front. It can be used while you're traveling or when you go out shopping. It has an expandable gusset so that you can make it grow as you're out shopping. Mm-hmm. That's definitely my bestseller. Yeah, definitely. it's like and it was all the rage when I was at Purple Cats teaching a couple of years ago. All she could talk about, was she was trying to get me to make one. I said, I'm here to teach, Tracy. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but by the end of this teaching, you will have to make a, a Logan sling pack. I'm like, okay. So. One day we will have you making a Logan sling pack. <laughs> you will, you will. And I'll, you know, you'll find out my favorites at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to do a quick questions for you then. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Yeah, I love it. So which one of your bags is the most versatile? So the most versatile would probably be the Bailey backpack. And the Bailey backpack is a design that comes in two sizes. So there's a medium and a small. I couldn't call them medium and large. Like it, it, it's small and mini, I think, actually, in the pattern. Small and so, mini. They're so cute. <laughs> and the mini is really designed for a toddler or a child. And so you actually have two sizes of straps even in the pattern toddler size and adult size but the pattern itself actually comes with three different front options where you can have a plain front where you could feature a panel or you could feature some embroidery or you could have the covered zipper pocket front where it's just got a flap over the zipper pocket just to protect it so you can't quickly see it from as as a thief you know yeah people are worried about that with things on their back And the third one is your classic pop-out pocket style. So you see a a classic backpack on the shelf. They've got that pop-out pocket on the front. Mm -hmm. And so it comes with those three fronts for both sizes of the bags. And that one was initially supposed to be a design 
that was going to be for a, a friend of mine's son. And all I kept seeing were those little backpacks that had the ears that stick up and oh, the yeah. little noses <laughs> on the front panel. And it looks like a, an animal. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually had one person who has done that with the backpack. They put oh. ears in the top seam and it's a little teddy bear backpack. Oh, it was just, so oh, so I love cute. it when people modify it just to, to make their own. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. And so there's a story behind every bag that you've created. So tell us about the John duffel bag and the Keanu. I want to hear about both of those. Okay. So John duffel bag, John is a duffel bag that comes in three sizes. And I, I want to say he's a classic duffel bag with the end pockets on it, but my husband goes or used to go hunting with the boys every year. Mm-hmm. Not that they brought back much meat. <laughs> I, I think it was more of a drinking trip than it was a boys party. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They went out with their outfitter tent and they did not see the women for at least 10 days. <laughs> but John was one of his hunting friends and he also played cards with us and he was on our dart teams. And John was a, uh, John is an amazing friend, but he passed away a few years ago and John Duffelbag is named for him. Because he was one of the boys that that would take these duffel bags out hunting. Um, so it, that's where John comes from. And he wasn't little John. He was a big John. And so mm-hmm. I had to call him Big John, John, and the little John. <laughs> so that that's my Big John. So Aww. just in his memory. Yeah, that's great. That's so heartwarming. And what about yeah. the Keanu? And the Keanu, the bag itself, I prototyped it out in leather. Again, I... I know a lot of people that will prototype or make their first of any bag in a, a disposable fabric. Oh no, I'm I'm just going to go right <laughs> to the leather. I'm weird that way again. The Keanu backpack is my useful bag. As a software consultant by day, I carry my laptop to and from work every day or to the client site every day and, until COVID hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, we'll toss that caveat in there. Yeah. <laughs> and if I'm flying, I'm flying with my laptop. If I'm driving, I'm driving with my laptop. So the Keanu backpack is a full-size backpack meant to carry a 15-inch laptop in a separate padded sleeve on the back. So it's fully protected right against your back. And then the front pocket is designed to hold those cords. It pouches out a little bit when you slip things in. So it's designed to hold those extra cords and the mouse and, and all those bits and pieces that I carry with my laptop. So the Keanu backpack is was designed just for me as mm-hmm. a software consultant with the padded straps, the structural integrity where the straps are never going to pull out. And then it was named for one of my tester's sons. She has six sons. So I've mm-hmm. still got more bags to go. <laughs> <laughs> so. so you have to name it after all of her sons. Yeah. How many more bags? Well, six more. I- Exactly. I've got two done. Rio and Keanu. That's oh, two of her sons. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. So tell us the story behind Quilt Market in Houston in 2019. You had a great collaboration there. So what happened there? That was amazing. That is what actually was the kickoff to the patterns being published okay. um, and going out and selling my patterns. I was contacted by Brett Lewis, the natural born quilter. And mm-hmm. He was so excited to announce his first fabric line. And him and I knew each other through Purple Cats Quilting. Friends of friends of friends, you know, you you make yeah. those connections in the community. 
And I've become his bag maker. When when he has a new fabric line, he calls me, Tara, what are, what are we going to make with this? <laughs> so Brett was going to have this new fabric line. And if he was going to do this, he wanted something unique made out of it. Not the same things that everybody has. He yeah. wanted something special. And I'm like, you know what? then let's do patterns. It is time for me to start documenting these things and let's put them together. So I featured some of his very first fabric line on the cover of one of my patterns and he carried my bags in his his booth at Quilt Market to launch his Northcott fabric stag and thistle. Yeah. And they were bright and vibrant and and tons of fun and very inspired between BC and Alberta. And I'm a BC Alberta girl, just mm-hmm. like he's a, a BC Alberta boy. So we kind of have those ties in the small town communities of both provinces as well. Mm-hmm. But I got to go down and I actually attended Threads of Success, a conference that was going on at the same time as Quilt Market mm-hmm. for up and coming designers, pattern designers, fabric designers, quilt shops, people oh. branching into the industry. Yeah. So I actually got to go to Houston and see my bags, my first patterns <laughs> in a booth with these amazing fabrics with my community, my my friends from Alberta. It You can't beat that. Yeah. And I, I remember his booth was so amazing. I saw pictures of it with the couch and the purples and teals. It was gorgeous. So that's really exciting. So which three designs did you feature there? Plus you did the buddy ID pouch too, right? So which, I three, did. which three bags did you do there? There was the mini Billy backpack. Okay. So he has a, um, a zipper strap so you can make him a sling or you can make him a backpack. Okay. There was the Logan sling and there was the John duffel. Okay. So awesome. those three designs were down there for sure. And, and all featuring steg and thistle fabrics. Oh, that must've been so fun. So mm-hmm. when you were learning there at the conference, what was it like to just walk up to the booth and see your bags there and meet all kinds of people? Did you have any highlights of the conference? You know what? I met amazing people. I met Tula Pink. I met oh. Kay Fassett. I met... Wow. Oh, who did I meet? The quilting cowboy. Oh, I, yeah. But you know what? Standing in front of a booth where your things are, yeah, you, you can't beat that. It, it just, I never, ever once thought that I'd be making things for Houston Quilt Market. And this is actually my second year of having things in Houston Quilt Market. Yeah. And that just blows my mind. Because it, it's not something I aspired to, not something I knew about when I first started quilting. Like, mm-hmm. I had no clue this existed. And then to be there, it just, to get to see what the entire industry is truly about on a grander scale than just me. Mm-hmm. Or, or just these fabrics. or like It's such a huge scale. Like, the industry is mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. The creativity in the industry is mind blowing. And I got to be a part of that. Oh, that's awesome. So let's go back just a little bit because I know that Tracy at Purple Cats is absolutely in love with you. So tell us about the big retreat that you did with her. Oh, Tracy's amazing. Tracy at Purple Cats has been my biggest supporter from the day she met me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she does it, but she she finds um, some of us and and she just she is such an amazing encouragement for, mm-hmm. for those of us that want to be encouraged. 
so Tracy is the reason I started teaching. She introduced me to rich reading. I had never been on a retreat before until Tracy had invited me to come teach at her retreat. And that was my first teaching and my first retreating. So it was a whole bunch of firsts in one. And I taught the Emmeline Beggs retreat bag pattern to 40 women at a retreat for my very first time teaching. Hmm. From there, I, you can't stop me from going to her retreats. Tracy's retreats have always been amazing. They're they're fun. They're engaging. There's so many people there. And I've just been attached to her since then. I, I yeah. love her store. I love her, her energy. I love everything that they do is, is amazing. And she supports me just as much. Like it, it's an incredible relationship. And she's such a good friend. And then it was two years ago that I invited her to my retreat where we did the Alberta Baganeer getaway. Mm-hmm. And this was hosted in conjunction with Emmeline Bags, Janelle and my friend Lynn also helped out immensely from Northern BC. Yeah. So the three of us really hosted this great Alberta Baganeer getaway. And Tracy was one of our, she was the biggest sponsor where she had a booth up on the stage. That was her her shop was the yeah. stage and she just brings that energy everywhere she goes. Yeah. I, I love having her around even just, just to drive my energy back up when I, I think I'm flagging for a minute. <laughs> yeah. She's such a sweetheart. And I remember teaching her in her store. I remember teaching and she was actually taking the class, but I called her the black sheep of the class because she was wanted to do something completely different. It was hilarious. It was really, she was adorable and she just adds that spunk and wants to have fun. Right. So that's so she important. Does. And you know what? It's really funny because when she, when I'm doing a class with her, I'll, I'll say, okay, have you chose your fabrics? <laughs> and a week before I, Tara, I've chose my fabrics. I'm ready to go. I'm like, okay, how many more times are you going to change them? she's like no we're going with these and I'll show up on the day of the class and she's still picking fabrics because she changed her mind again but it's because she has everything at her fingertips that store is just so inspiring with the colors and the 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 vibrancy that comes through there yeah I love everything she does I don't know how she ever settles on a fabric. I know she's uh, yeah. I, I, I really want to go to her retreat one day. She did invite me before the pandemic, but then of course the pandemic came in, but even if you go into her quilt shop at Christmas time, it's the purple Christmas. It's awesome. She's just so inspiring. So tell us a little bit about your studio. Where are you when you're creating, you know, where do you live in the world? What's your studio like? All right. Well, I'm based in Calgary, Alberta. I am in the city. I, I may be a small town girl. I grew up in the small towns. Yeah. I got suckered in. <laughs> <laughs> but I really have a 10 by 10 room at the back of my house that that is my sewing studio. So I, I don't collect a bunch of machines. I just don't have the room for it. I only have my two machines. I have my domestic as well as my industrial. Mm-hmm. And then I have a, a big table that is a, a table I can lift up or, or drop down. But it's my cutting table. It's always up. Yeah, always up. Like yeah. it, it makes me get up. Yeah, <laughs> but I also will take my sewing out to the campground. Mm. Um, so we camp out by Sundry quite regularly, and I am known around the campground for sitting at my camper sewing away on my travel machine, which is a, a Bernina. Ah. So I've, I, yeah, actually, if I think about my machines, I've got a Titan, a Brother, and a Bernina. So. <laughs> oh, awesome. Not a lot of brand loyalty on any one, but they <laughs> all have their purpose. 
No, that's okay. So, so if you're thinking right, if you're listening and you're thinking right now, I have to check out these bag patterns. Here's Tara's website. It's uhocreations.com, spelled U H O H. And it actually says, uh oh, you found me when you open up the website. It's so cute. So, now we're going to take a short break for a note from our sponsors and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about Tara's feature in the Bag of the Month Club her big interview with Rob Appel and where she gets all of her gorgeous bag supplies. We'll be right back. Northcott Fabrics are famous to quilters for their Stonehenge and O Canada collections. Right here on this podcast, I give away fabric from Northcott Collections, Banyan Batiks, and Figo Fabrics. Look for all of these at your local quilt shop. Northcott, cottons that feel like silk. And now a word from my clothing sponsor. Sass Boutique is dressing me in style for the podcast. I know you're thinking, what? This is audio. But you can check out the podcast trailer on the Quilter on Fire YouTube channel to see what I'm wearing each week. This adorable dress is an and Lamara design. It's printed. It's linen. It's so comfy. It has a cute little side panel of jersey knit and it has little pockets. Just call 250-494-1677. Sass Boutique, beautiful, comfortable, classy clothing. And we are back to the interview with Tara Sinclair of Uh-Oh Creations. Tara, one of your newest designs is about to be featured in the Bag of the Month Club with sewing patterns by Mrs. H out of the UK and Emmeline Bags out of Spruce Grove, Alberta. It's a huge secret, so we can't say much, but what is a Bag of the Month and how does that work? So the Bag of the Month Club is a membership that you purchase it's a, a one-time purchase for three months mm -hmm. there was one time where they they launched it for four months but what it is is you get three surprise patterns you mm. purchase the club for a season yeah and the first month one designer launches their the first pattern and it's generally geared towards beginners so that you can get your feet wet and try something new without being overwhelmed by something yeah crazy <laughs> then the second month is a different designer with a different pattern that's generally an intermediate level yeah and then the third one is another surprise pattern and it's the the more advanced but they're never super super advanced they're generally just a little more challenging yeah than the first two each season you can buy as a an early bird so get the early bird discount before the season launches. Yeah. Or you can buy during the three months that the patterns are out. So you could see the first one or you could see the second, first and second one, or you could even wait to the third month and, and see all three patterns before you purchase your subscription. Yeah. And they even have sponsors that give away prizes every month that to help engage you. Yeah. So the patterns themselves are always PDF patterns. They're yeah. always available through the Bag of the Month Club. So you download it on the first of the month. At the same time, every every month it is released. Yeah, And it's a great community where you have beginners, you have advanced bag makers. Each of us as designers have our testers that, mm -hmm. that showcase amazing ways to make each pattern on the very first day of each month. So there's oh, this big great. gear up to the first of the month every yeah. single month because you never know what you're getting. It could be a wallet. It could be a duffel bag. It could be a backpack. It could be a purse. It could be a handbag. Who knows? You, you just don't know. And then they also have kits that are supplied by some of their sponsors. So Emmeline Bags or in the UK, there's a shop out there that put together hardware kits for each month. 
Oh, perfect. So that if you don't know a lot about bag making, you buy your kit, you get your hardware right up front, Mm -hmm. then you know you're not missing some random piece of hardware that you don't know how to source. So you can purchase those from some of these shops, whether it's Australia, US, Canada, or, or the UK. Oh, that's great. And so obviously, if they follow you, they'll hear all about it as it's approaching, right? You bet they will. As we uh, go into the early bird, early bird selling points there, we'll definitely be talking about that more and more. And then as my bags coming up, you you hear more and more about mine and we tease. Are you allowed to say whether you're like the first one or the second one or the third one? Or is it a secret still? I'm keeping everything safe. Okay. <laughs> I am not sharing anything with anybody. Okay, that sounds good. So how did you get involved in it in the first place? You know what? This is actually my second season of being involved at the Bag of the Month Club. So it was a year, year and a half ago. I want to say almost a year and a half ago. They did an upcoming designers Bag of the Month Club where there was four months that they actually did. So four designers that they brought in as all guest designers. And we were all fairly new to the bag making world of patterns. So we've, we each had our own stores online. We each had our own communities, but we aren't seasoned pros like Mrs. H and Emmeline bags. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really, really honored to get to be with hanging out with those ladies, getting to, to be in the club this season as not even an upcoming designer, but an established designer. Yeah, it's really oh, that's exciting. So exciting. So, which bag did you design for the first one? That was George. Ah, <laughs> I designed George, and you know what was a ton of fun was I did the pattern in two sizes. So there's a handbag and a carryall. Yeah, I was the advanced version. <laughs> there, was a, there was a lot of features on George. Yeah, and you know what I did was I took a weekend and did a sew along. So I I oh. gave all my tips and tricks. I went live four times on the weekend and and showed you how to put your bag together. Oh, that's um, great. I don't typically do videos for my patterns, but I miss teaching sometimes. Yeah. So getting to spend an hour showing you exactly how I would construct this and what my tips and tricks are. Yeah. It, it was a ton of fun and it was over Easter. So I even wore Easter bunny ears and Aww. everything. It, it was a ton of fun. We we had a blast. And actually, I even have a blog post that links to all the videos from that. So if you do buy George as a PDF pattern or in store, mm-hmm. there's there's videos out there now on my YouTube channel, as well as linked through my blog with all my tips and tricks for making George. Okay, so is your YouTube channel Uh-Oh Creations? It sure is. Okay. And then of course they can sign up for your newsletter right on your website and follow your blog there as well. Exactly. So anytime I do launch something new or a pattern release or something like that, I'll definitely send out a quick little newsletter, nothing dramatic. I, I, I don't want to fill your inbox. Yeah. Yeah. I think I only email people once every two months. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I don't want to leave this topic just yet. I want to hear a little bit more because this sounds like such a great collaboration. So tell us all about Mrs. H. Oh, Mrs. H is amazing. Samantha is engaging and and she actually is a very well-established designer where she's won awards in the UK actually for pattern designing. She's she's a huge impact to the crafting community over there and involved in so many things. She um, hosts uh, one or two retreats a year now. I, I think she's got a retreat coming up actually, even with COVID, they've, they've managed to open up enough that 
She has a retreat coming up where she teaches tips and tricks and they bring in some of their, their vendors with corks and, mm-hmm. and materials for bag making. They even bring in their, their sewing machine mechanics to, to help out with servicing mm-hmm. and everything. She has an, an incredible team that supports her. She a- attends all of the sewing conferences and everything, kind of like Houston. Yeah foot market kind of thing. So she has booths that she does. She has a book out, the bag making masterclass. And it is an entire bag making class in a book with all the different pockets, all the different materials. And I've been testing for her for years. I absolutely love Samantha. She, She is an incredible bag maker. She's an incredible resource and she's an incredible friend. Yeah, and it's so great that she's collaborating with businesses and creators from all over the world. That's so great. Oh, she has got to be the most inclusive bag maker, pattern designer I have ever met in my life. So tell us about Emmeline as well. Oh, so Emmeline Bags is, she's my dealer. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know how else to put that. Janelle McKay of Emmeline Bags is uh, definitely the person I lean on when I just don't know what to do with bag making or where to go with bag making. And her and I have formed an amazing friendship over the years. Um, She's actually who I did go to Houston Quilt Market with. Her and I shared hotel room space and, and everything. And it gave me somebody who I knew down in Houston. Yeah. Janelle has been making bags for a very long time. She has a very classic pattern out there, the necessary clutch wallet that a Mm. lot of quilters may own the pattern, but not have made yet. (laughs) (laughs) She has an online hardware store that she had. She has a great story. She had originally started this up when her and her family lived in Australia and then did move her business all the way to Canada to Spruce Grove, Alberta. Yeah. But they have this family business where they have hardware that's being made and that that's what they sell. But they opened a storefront just a couple of years back and they have fabrics in there now. They sell cork, wax canvas. Every piece of hardware I use generally starts at Emmeline Bags. Like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, all, all my D-rings, my rectangles, my sliders, my whether it's rose gold or whether it's rainbow or nickel. Yeah, she has it all. She has Uh it all. And she's my go to for everything when it comes to bag making hardware and materials. She even sells all the interfacings and has some kits on if you want to try bag making, she has some kits so you can dive in without too much of an investment. So speaking of patterns, you have pattern testers as well. So do you want to give some of those guys a shout out? You bet. I have some amazing testers. So there's Sue Reed of Dreamscape Designs. There is Lynn Vineau. No business there. She's one of my pre-testers and makes sure that the pattern makes sense even before it goes to testers. There's Michelle of M. Graham Sews, and and she's another one of my pre-testers. Again, making sure it's going to make sense when it goes to testers. There's Christina of Chrislet Designs. There is Gwen of GML Designs. She actually has a partnership where they design bag patterns as well. And then there's Abby of Justin E. Sewing. And she actually has some really great cork designs. So if you want to try raw edge projects, um, she has some in there. And Sherry Ferraro of MM Cork Supply, which is actually where I get my cork. Mm-hmm. directly from her in BC. She uh, brings it in internationally. And and then she's another one of my dealers. 
So I, I have an incredible team that really backs me up and really supports me in making sure that I look good when I release a design yeah. <laughs> and oh. that my designs actually make sense. So, and actually even Tracy at Purple Cat, she does testing for me. Oh, that's so she, great. When she finds the time and yeah. that's not all of them, but I have a big group. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's so nice that you've surrounded yourself with a circle of friends and supporters who help you. That's so great. I and could it, never do it without them. Yeah. And it's not just hardware that you put into a bag, right? It's also other supplies. So cork is gorgeous in a bag, but what are some of the other materials that you use besides hardware? Oh, so many things. So wax canvas is a big thing that, that we'll use. It's got a, a beautiful hand and it's got a, a, a great feel when you you're doing the sewing there's canvas in general that I'll use you can get faux leather I I get those from Emmeline bags you can get vinyl there's multiple types of vinyls that you can get quilting cotton of course as a a general fabric that we all like to use it's got the best designs out there yeah and then you can even use something like some of the stretchier fabrics that are for garment sewing if you stabilize it right you can mm -hmm. use some of those as well it really depends on the material feel you want. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then there's the clear vinyls. Oh. So, so you can get the clear vinyls in some funky colors and prints and things like that for stadium bags and, and making clear vinyl items. Oh, cool. And you did a big video interview recently on making it fun with Rob Appel. So what's your connection with Michael Miller Fabrics? So Michael Miller Fabrics is a brand new thing to me this year. I got selected from an application I put in to be a fabric ambassador for them for 2021. And it's another one of those things where you never think it's going to happen. Yeah. But if I don't put the application in, it's just never going to happen. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. So they chose you. And what did you have to do? So far, I have, oh, so the, every month they send me something. Mm -hmm. and it could just be a couple of fabrics. It could be a multiple across a line, that kind of thing. I don't know what's showing up until they send it to me, and it arrives at my front door. Oh, that's fun. And I make things with that fabric, and it's not normally fabrics I would have chosen at a store, but that doesn't mean it doesn't make amazing things. Yeah. I used uh, their magnolia print, which is these beautiful florals. But if you take a look at my items, you'll you'll seldom see florals. Yeah. But I used this magnolia print, and it made a gorgeous Logan Sling, George Carriol, and the Jesse paired with some gorgeous faux leather to to tie in some of the colors. They really turned out beautiful. And what was it like with that moment when you? I don't know. Did you hear the doorbell when you got the first thing in the mail from them? Were you dancing around the house? Oh, so when I got the email saying I was chosen as an ambassador, there may yeah. have been a little happy dancing going on. <laughs> Celebration. Exactly. I, I was shocked. Shocked is the only word. Like, you just don't think, it, you figure they get so many applications. Yeah. And there's so many qualified people but you don't know until you try. Oh, well, they so, probably took one look at the dozen patterns on your website. And we're like, oh yeah, we want to see our fabric in these bags for sure. <laughs> so great. I'd like to hope that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you actually do with Rob Appel? How was that situation? 
Oh, that was a ton of fun. So we did an interview where he, same thing we're doing here. We just chatted. We talked about where I come from, what inspires me, what bags I like to make. We talked a little bit about my family, a little bit of everything. It was just a ton of fun. He is an amazing personality. He is so fun to talk to talk to yeah and you've got that experience as well yeah he's, yeah. he's just engaging yeah. <laughs> he's like uh i don't know a tasmanian devil of inspiration <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. it it's just this big whirlwind and there's so much to share <laughs> yeah absolutely and you have free patterns to get quilters into the idea of bag making and learn your style of pattern making so again the website is uh oh, creations spelled U H O H. And so, what kind of free patterns do you have on there for everybody? You know what? I have a sleep mask that I, I actually did it up as a design for my husband. He wears oh, that's fun. An, an eye mask at night. Yeah. Especially in the summer when it's like daylight all the time. Yeah. Then there is the peanut tote, which is a canvas tote bag designed to, to just be an easy to carry tote to the grocery store. And named for my late puppy, Peanut, Peanut Butter. And then there's a third one, the Owen Organizer, which is more structured. And on the website, it looks like it's $5. But if you do register for the newsletter, there's a code that you get through that registration process that, that gives you the Owen Organizer for free. And that's a more structured standard with interfacing type bag that I, I, I sell. Yeah, And that one is actually easy to make with some corks and, and it even incorporates in a little clear vinyl so that you can have a label on the outside of the bag. So yeah, I well, that's a, a great value for everybody. Just put your email in and you get a free pattern. That's awesome. Um, and you have a blog on the website. So let's talk about that. What kind of things do you feature on the blog? Anything I feel like. <laughs> Anything goes. <laughs> I will feature my new pattern releases every time. And so whenever I have a pattern release, my testers do an amazing job and they do share my bag out there. But I also try to feature them on the blog. So if you're ever looking for any of my testers, they're all on my blog pattern releases. I have news releases. So if I'm hosting a retreat or if I'm going to be teaching somewhere, you'll find that within my blogs in my news section. As I'm releasing items with the Michael Miller fabrics, I'll make a post on Facebook or on Instagram, but I'll share more about the process and, and my inspiration and where I went with these bags as yeah. I've, I came to the conclusion of what I was making. So my blog can actually have quite a few things, even the, the George carryall when I was doing that big sew along. I had the entire agenda on there so people knew exactly where to find me and when, as well as I updated it with links to all the videos afterwards so that everything is accessible on my blog. All you got to do is find the bag you're looking for and there's going to be posts there for you. Yeah, Even oh, hacks. There, there's oh, a couple great. of hacks on there. So, uh-huh. Well, that's great. Okay, so this is a question I love to ask all of my guests. So in your creative world of bag making, what brings you the most joy? Oh, what brings me the most joy is seeing how people have taken my pattern and made it theirs. Mm. It is all, sewing is not about me as the designer. It is about the person making the project and being individuals out there and all of us having such unique personalities and inspirations and creative streaks. 
I love seeing what people have done with my patterns yeah. and whether that's completely hacking it and, and modifying it into something brand new or whether it's just coming up with the most amazing color combinations or making it look like this professionally manufactured bag, mm-hmm. all of those things, just love it, love it. Oh, that's so great. And I can't skip ahead because you actually said the word retreat. So tell us a little bit about that. Beyond the original treat you did with Tracy at Purple Cats, have you done other retreats? And do you have another one coming up? So the Great Alberta Baganeer Getaway will not be the only time we've done it. We okay. we ins- we tried to schedule it again last year. Yeah, course, <laughs> As we yeah. all know, that was a massive fail. I tried yeah. scheduling it twice last year, actually. Yeah. And I am waiting for the right time when we know a little bit more about where we're going and, and what's going to be normal and, and regulation-wise. Mm-hmm. want to make sure it's safe for everyone. But there will be another Great Alberta Baganeer Getaway. And it will be here in Calgary, and we will have an amazing time. Okay, so <laughs> so everybody's got to sign up for that newsletter so that they hear when it's coming. Exactly. Now, okay. I, I'll be honest, I do open it up to previous attendees first. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the day it opens, <laughs> yeah. I only have a few seats left. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Okay, so watch the newsletter for that. Um, and, okay, I love asking this question, too. What is on your design wall right now? You know what? I am working on my bag of the month club pattern. Oh, that's a secret. Okay. (laughs) I can't talk about that. Right. So the other thing that's on my design wall, if I had a design wall, I'll be honest, (laughs) I don't. I am working on a tulip pink butterfly. Oh, fun. It it is a big project. Yeah. (laughs) And I was doing this, this. So along with Purple Cat's quilting, but I totally legged behind and I'm, (laughs) I'm pulling up the rear. Oh, that's good. Tracy catches wind that you're lagging behind. She'll get on you pretty quick. <laughs> oh, she knows. She she does get the status update photos of, look, I sewed two blocks together. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now we're going to get into the lightning round robin. So are you ready? I guess as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> okay. So who has inspired you most in the world of bag making mania? I have to come back to Sewing Patterns by Mrs. H, so Samantha Hussey and Janelle. Both of them are incredible, not only designers, but also just incredible humans. Yeah. Like, so the inspiration that I get from them and they're mentors to me. Oh, they, that's they don't so know great. it. Don't tell them that. <laughs> Maybe they'll <laughs> listen to this one day. <laughs> okay. And what is your favorite notion? I have, <laughs> this is a trick one. I have a mallet. Mm. and it's a tandy leather mallet and it is honest to god the one thing that gets the frustrations out and makes me happy when I can pound the seam down (laughs) sounds very (laughs) satisfying (laughs) it really is (laughs) okay uh what was your most embarrassing moment oh embarrassing moments you know what I I don't get a lot of those because I kind of rebound really well I recognize (laughs) I'm going to screw up over and over and over again but you know what, I, I've definitely put myself on stage in some cases where I shouldn't have been at retreats or that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I think I did a sew along recently. And the bonus is it was pre recorded, so I could take it out. Yeah. But, you know, there was a point where I sewed the entire section of this bag without without bobbin thread and I'm teaching it. 
I'm showing you how to do this. And I just did what I, I said not to do. Cause I even said, check your bobbin and then go sew it. And I didn't check my bobbin. So it's <laughs> a blooper in the end of the sew along video, but really <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, they're all mistakes. They're all learnable yeah. and I'm going to learn from them. Nice big blooper right in the middle of a sew along. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And don't do that. <laughs> That's great. And what color do you choose most often when bag making? If it's not pink, then it's probably lime green. Okay. And what do you <laughs> listen to while in the studio? Oh, so right now, so I always have country on hand, country music on hand, mm -hmm. but I also have Netflix on my TV and I'm watching Star Trek Next Generation. Okay. I probably should not have said that out publicly. No, that's okay. <laughs> okay. And do you have any furry little friends in your studio? You bet I do. In fact, my little 10 by 10 room is taken up by a giant furry friend. That's uh, Lincoln. He is our silver lab and he is my day-to-day -day companion. Aww. And he is always found between me and whatever table I am trying to get to within my studio. Oh, can we meet him? Is he right beside you? You bet you can. Hey, Lincoln. Oh, he's sleeping. He's Lincoln. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. You speak? <laughs> oh, what a cutie. What a good he boy. He is a silver lab. Oh. So, a big silver lab. So beautiful. <laughs> okay. And so I think I remember you mentioning that your pets have been featured in your pattern. So tell me a little bit about that. So there is the peanut tote. As yeah. I mentioned, it's named for um, my late puppy, Peanut, Peanut Butter. Uh, but there are pictures randomly throughout Instagram and Facebook of my puppies holding bags, carrying bags, holding bags. One of my latest ones was Lincoln wearing a backpack, the Aww. Keanu backpack. He's, he's got that one on. And one and of my favorite photos that I've seen, uh, maybe on your blog, I'm not sure where I saw it, but it's of... I think he had a strap over his head, just a strap. Oh, that was Peanut with the strap on her Aww. head. That's on my blog. It's that actually so a um, how to make an adjustable strap. I think it, it, it was. And I just draped the strap over her head. <laughs> and she sat there staring so at me looking for a treat. It's such a cute picture. Okay, so that was super fun. Thank you so much for enduring the lightning round and waking up that puppy. Sorry, we didn't mean to wake him up. So we've mentioned your website, uhohcreations.com, where we can see everything you do. But where's the best place for quilters to engage with you on social media? My community within Facebook, it's definitely the best place. Not only am I there, but you have all my testers within my community as well. So the okay. Sewing Uh Oh Creations bags is my Facebook group. Okay, that's great. So that's a really good bag group to be involved in, right? Okay. And what's your handle on Instagram? I am at uh -oh Creations, so U-H-O-H okay. Creations. You'll okay. find me on Instagram. And even if you uh, look at the hashtags of my patterns, you'll find each pattern on there as well with other bags that people have made with them. Oh, that's so great. And so people can go there and find inspiration on what kind of fabrics they could choose and things like that. Perfect. Okay. So now I'm going to outline the contest giveaway. So Tara is giving away the Rio convertible tote pattern, and I'm going to add to it Northcott fabrics so that you'll get three quarters of a yard for the outside and three quarters of a yard for the lining. This is the perfect little package. So make sure that you go to the Quilter on Fire YouTube channel, go into the description and 
click on the link to enter the contest. The contest goes for five days every week and you can enter every day right up until Sunday and we give away the prize every Sunday. So make sure you check that out. So before we start to wrap it up, Tara, I want to talk a little bit about your patterns. You have over a dozen available on your website. And so are they available as PDFs and downloads? Are they in quilt shops? Tell us about your patterns. You bet. So they're all available as PDFs on my website. And when you purchase the PDF file, you not only get the the pattern with the on eight and a half by 11 sheets, like so you can print it right at home. But there's also another file that comes with it called a copy shop file. So you could send that off to your print company and print it so you don't have to tape pages together. Oh, okay. But not only that, my patterns, most of them are available in paper format through some of the quilt shops. So Emmeline Beggs does sell them. Um, Purple Cats Quilting does sell them. Blueberry Quilt Patch in Lethbridge. And even Jason out at Kingfisher Craft Company sells, um, sometimes he'll kit up some of my items with Brett Lewis's fabric and my pattern. Yeah. So he also has the paper patterns. But if you have a little quilt shop that's local to you that you want to see my paper patterns in, they just have to contact me and and we'll make arrangements for them to be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I love Jason. He's in Peachland, BC. He's near me. So I can go and check out those patterns anytime. Okay. So now, Tara, as we wrap up, what do you want quilters to take away most from our conversation today? Oh, you know what? You're not limited by anything, anything. Like I started with quilting and and I just learned more skills and I learned more interfacings and I learned more stabilizers. And a pattern's just a starting point, limited only by your imagination Mm -hmm. and the people around you telling you what they want. Yeah. (laughs) That's such a great tip to close out the show. Don't be afraid. Try with the beginner pattern. Bags are not that hard when you've got a great pattern to follow, right? So it's been so fun to hear your story, Tara. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Brandy. I have had a blast and I enjoy every chat we ever have. Yeah, me too. It's been so fun. So great. So that was my interview with Tara Sinclair. As you can tell, she has a passion for bag making. And I love that she has a free tote bag pattern and everything for quilters to check out. So bag making zippers, straps and hardware can seem daunting if you've never done it before. But when the directions are clear, it can really be a breeze. Tara's bags are fun, functional and really trendy. Now, are you loving this podcast? Take a moment right now to think of a friend who might love it too. I would be so thrilled if you would share this podcast or write a review on your podcast app. The kindest thing you can do to support a creator is to introduce them to your friends. Thank you for listening to the Quilter on Fire podcast. Until next time, dream big and have fun in the studio with the Quilter on Fire.